Welcome, it's indisputable, good to be with you. We got a lot of show today, a lot on the agenda. Rick Green will join me for the debate segment, the bullpen, founder of PatriotAcademy.com and also a big time gun guy. We will talk about guns, guns, guns and the second amendment of the constitution. It seems as if he thinks that I'm wrong about the second amendment. Also, breaking down news of the day, Michael Shore, reporter, TYT contributor and all around great guy. Let me bring you to my my top story of the day. There's an assistant principal called assaulting a student, okay? This was in North Carolina. Let's put up a picture of the assistant principal. This pisses me off. Okay, these are children. An assistant principal at a North Carolina middle school who has since resigned said he looks, and I quote, forward to sharing my side of the story. After a Facebook video showed him in a wheelchair grabbing and shoving a student to a classroom floor. Christopher McNeil is his name. Moments earlier, he threatened the student in a Knox Middle School classroom. According to the video obtained by Charlotte Observer, um, you keep cracking your knuckles, McNeil tells the boy. You do what you do because when you hit me, I'm going to beat the piss out of you. I'm telling you now, I'm telling you what I'm going to do. I'm going to put my hands on you. Let's show a screenshot of the kid without his face. You see, this is a a real kid, this is a child, okay? We're talking about elementary students, I mean a small kid. Then he decides to take the kid down, the kid walks up to him. The kid was angry, but this is what he does next. Let's show the next screenshot. He takes the kid to the ground, okay? The kid is struggling, the kid is trying to get up. Let's go to the next screenshot. He is totally dominating this very small child. I don't care what the argument is inside of the classroom. And I have done my fair share of teaching inside of classrooms. I don't care what the argument is, this is a child. The physical assault is criminal. Now, let me take you to some of the words that were spoken, additional words. In the video, this assistant principal, a person in leadership, continues to threaten the student saying, and I quote, I'm going to get up. Listen, man, I will beat the ish out of you. I'm going to wait for you to get up. And when you hit me, I'm going to lose my job. And they're going to call the police. Those words were prophetic. McNeil resigned on October 12th. Rowan Salisbury schools officials said in a statement adding that the safety of all students and staff is the highest priority. Now I will say this, I watched this video, it was sad, uncalled for, unnecessary and criminal. But there were teachers around him that allowed this to happen. They said nothing, they did not stand up for this student. 
You have to be willing to engage in an honest conversation about what we're doing inside of these classrooms. There is no word that a kid can say to an adult that should cause an adult to treat the kid like that. That's not your child. And even if it was your child, that was going too damn far. McNeil worked at the school since June 2016, according to the district website. He worked in the district since 2005, district-wide, including as a math teacher and principal intern, and later as assistant principal of that high school in the Knox Middle School. In his statement to the media, McNeil said, the full story of what happened in the classroom that day has not been told. He said he is seeking legal advice and hopes to respond soon in person to the media about what transpired. Okay, Michael, what are your thoughts here? My thoughts are absolutely that this is sickening. And I guess the silver lining is that there are cameras that show us how sickening this is. And again, you know, as we've said before many times and on this show, the saving grace is that this stuff gets recorded now. But but here's the thing, like he said, we haven't heard my side of the story. There's not one fiction that I have created in my head since since reading this and seeing this that would explain what he did. There's nothing that that kid could have done short of maybe charging him with a knife or a weapon that would have manifested that kind of behavior. And that's what I'm getting at is that there's no, like he's saying, oh, wait till you hear my side of the story. He's an educator. And an educator does not do what he just did. There's no side of the story that that would uh, would sort of get, you know get him off of this, and and that's that's what what confuses the hell out of me. Yeah, you know, and I actually called my mom. My my mother is still a public school educator, and I said, look at this video, and I want you to give me your honest assessment. She called me back. She said, son, it's criminal. Now my mother adopted me. Okay, she was a high school teacher then, she is a school teacher today. And she has had to deal with some chaotic situations in the public school building, all right? Things happen, tempers flare. But what the educator did in this case, a principal, a principal went too far. Let me bring your attention to, um, I don't know how to say it other than believability, okay? There's a guy, there's a guy, a black male getting arrested. He's the victim of a crime. All of the cops who are arresting him, white male officers, he's trying to tell them, I'm a victim, I'm a victim. Nobody believes him until others speak up. Here's the video. There was a couple like white guys over there 
that were going after him. They got out of his vehicle, and he was trying to back away. Oh, one of these cops actually believed the white guy when they said this guy was the one in the room. That's what happened. Okay, well, you're not going to contribute positively. I don't give Yeah, why didn't you pull, out the, pull over the other guys that were part of it? We're done. Okay, good. We come over here so I can figure out what happened I told you what happened. I told you what happened. This guy was accosted by other people, and he was the one that was pulled. This is a perfect example of how personal bias translates into systemic oppression. The policing agency, they are a system. They're an industry, They're, they are an institution. The reason why they treated this black man so is because they did not believe his story. Did you see the look of relief on his face when he said exactly that's what I've been trying to tell them. They were not going to listen to him. If it had not been for those individuals who were willing to speak up, he would have taken a ride to jail that night and no telling what would have happened to him because he would have continued to say you have the wrong man. This is unlawful, this is not justified. According to the narrative, they let the actual criminals go, the white males who assaulted him or attempted to. Let me give you some background to this story. TikTok user is being praised for her actions in a viral video that showed her sticking up for a black man who'd apparently been wrongfully detained by police, prompting the officers to let him go. At the start of the video, the woman approaches the officers who had detained the black man and tells them that they're mistaken and if they if they believe that he did anything wrong. You see the relief on the man's face. Um, thank you, that's what I'm saying, the black man responds, visibly relieved. She then explains that the black man they are detaining was apparently the victim in a dispute rather than the perpetrator. Wow. There were people going after you and the cops went after you and not the other white guys, the woman says. I saw that ish, the woman who goes by Delay It Rose on TikTok said in a follow up video that she's not white but indigenous. The woman also said that one of the officers would not listen to her because she was calling it like it was, saying he would only listen to her white partner, the cop that refused to listen to me and would only listen to my partner claimed he was offended because his wife was black, so he can't be racist. I'm so sick and damn tired of people saying stuff like that. All right, that's the equivalent of what um, Racist people back in the day used to say, "Oh, I gave money to some black person. I gave money to some black charity. I can't be racist. None of my black friends say I'm racist. Stop it, okay? Your exception does not prove your systemic bias, okay? You may have an exception for a person here or there. Let's go to Michael, what are your thoughts, brother? Well, first of all, I mean, the, the, one of the base, most basic parts of policing is an eyewitness account. Yeah. But when that eyewitness, eyewitness account doesn't, the you know, 
fit in with their narrative, with their built-in bias, then that all of a sudden doesn't matter. If if it had been reversed, if it was black and white, and there was an eyewitness there saying, "Oh, he did it, he did it, he did it," I, I can't tell you for sure, but I can tell you for pretty sure that they would have accepted that eyewitness account. But for some reason, they're discounting everything that this woman is saying so passionately and so believably, and certainly that's what their job is to listen to the people that were there. They weren't there, and that's. That's also a big part of this story. Very well said. Let me do something a little different. Put up the picture of this next creep. Put up the picture of this pastor. That's the only screenshot we can get of him, okay? This pastor raped a little girl, okay? There's no dispute about that whatsoever. Alabama pastor who molested a girl that he later married has been placed on unsupervised Probation. Jason Greathouse would have been charged with rape and facing 20 years in prison, but he married his victim to avoid all of that. Not only was he a pastor, he was a youth pastor at the time of this. The case was set to go to trial, but his attorney, And the prosecutor crafted a plea deal, and the plea deal allowed him to go free, suspended one year sentence, and unsupervised damn probation. There's a lot of background to this, so let me give it to you. In 2008, this guy, this SOB named Great House, then 24, moved into a home where Ashley Pereira, that's her current name, lived with her family. She was 14, she was 14. She and Great House, her youth minister, began what is termed as a consensual relationship. However, we all know that that is under the age of consent, okay? She became pregnant and her family forced them to marry. That's according to her. That union faltered and by 2009, the couple had divorced. Not until 2020, did Pereira, who has built a life in Tennessee, formally accuse her husband of rape. Everybody knows the guy's guilty. It's a serious felony, an adult having sex with a person under 16, that's just state law. However, the fact that she married him, according to the prosecutor, created some significant complication. Um, had a jury not convicted Great House, he would have walked away without consequences. Instead, he pleaded guilty to contributing to the delinquency of a minor, a misdemeanor, and received a one year suspended sentence and probation. You know what that means? That means he, he, he's supposed to at least go to jail for one year based on the plea deal, but they suspended the one year. That's what that means. I really feel that he should be on the sex offender list, she said of her ex-husband, both as a punishment for what occurred 15 years ago and to protect young girls who may have come in contact with Great House. Okay, let's put up a picture of this young lady, she was a victim. And, and listen, I know people are going to hit me up on social media and say, well, she didn't have to marry him. She was a child. 
or, or why did she wait this long? I don't give a damn how long she waited. She was a victim. Please don't allow yourself to get lost in the fact that she was 14 years old when all of this happened. I don't care if she's 60 today, she was a victim and he's a monster. See how that works? Okay. Besides telling her story, she also started a GoFundMe campaign with the goal of raising $20,000 for an upcoming legal battle. Um, title is Justice for Ashley Pereira. Michael, am I calling this wrong, brother? No, not not at all. As a matter of fact, you know, the, the notion that the prosecutor said, "Well, she married her," and that married him, and that complicates things. Why? Why is there an age of consent for marriage, but there's not one for for having sex with somebody? Right. And, and you know that's the the whole muddied argument here. It's a terrible legal argument. It's unbelievable that it went as far as it did. But this is rape, and and there is you know there's nothing wrong with going back and telling it like it was, uh, and that's what it was. And also her family, who I don't know and don't seem to be part of this conversation allowed this to happen. As a matter of fact, forced them into marriage, it seemed, which is another conversation entirely. But yep. no, this is about consent and you shouldn't be, you don't have the consent at 14 to do anything like that. Very well said. We got more on the other side, it's indisputable, stick and stay. All right, welcome back. I got a lot of comments to read. Before I get to those comments, let me remind everyone, indisputable is on podcast, okay? Wherever you get your podcast from, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, Acast. Search for Indisputable with Dr. Rashad Ritchie, click follow and rate us five stars if you enjoy the programming, okay? Also, this is a biggie. Anna and Jank, the Young Turks, they have Anita freaking heel. Yeah, the Anita Hill. Honestly, I was talking to my producers. I said, wait a minute, are there is there another Anita Hill I'm not aware of? <laughs> Lawyer, scholar, educator, and author Anita Hill. She doesn't do a lot of these interviews. This is gold, okay? She doesn't do a whole lot of this. So we're thankful to have her on the network. Uh, don't forget, tune in, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, tyt.com forward slash live or on YouTube. Okay, um, the petition, let me say thank you to everyone who signed the petition uh, in support of Ms. Chantel Arnold. Um, Ms. Chantel Arnold, who was physically assaulted by a uh, deputy sheriff in Jefferson Parish. Uh, we wanted the name of the cop exposed, that did happen. Um, we wanted some um, other things that happened, have not happened. We wanted to be criminally charged. Um, the uh, officers Julio Alvarado. Uh, the sheriff is, is Joseph P. Uh, Lopinto the third. We are able to continue, we will continue uh, following this story until there is a charge. But thank you so much for those signatures. Um, also, big announcement, this is huge because you get to be involved, all right? TYT is looking for new video content creators for Rebel HQ. We're looking for people to write, produce, host, and edit short form editorial videos on breaking news and political stories with a progressive point of view. If you are interested right now, go to tyt.com forward slash careers, 
tyt.com slash careers to find out more and how to apply to be considered. Check out Rebel HQ on YouTube and Facebook to see what the current videos are like. Adrian Lawrence, David Schuster, and more are already there, all right? So check it out, apply, we would love to have you on board. Let me give a big shout out, Oh, this blessed me so much, it really did, okay? Grandma Sunshine Dragon emailed me and mentioned how she purchased the I Wish You Karen Wood t-shirt, right? For her 15 year old grandson. Well, he was out of school, I think the latter part of the week, last week, so he had to wait until today in order to wear it, all right? He loves the segments, his name is Xander. And can we show a picture of Xander? Look at Xander. Now, damn it, I, I'm not a prophet, but I think you're looking at the next president of the United States. I, I'm just, I have it in my bones, I feel it, okay? Thank you so much, Xander, for being an amazing person and for being an amazing leader. And to your grandmother, we need more people in the world like you. Thank you for the support. All right, let me read some of these comments. We got a lot. TYT member, Starshine Song Dragon, I don't care what his side of the story is. There is no side of any story that could legitimize treating a child that way. And it's insane that you would even say that as if this was mutual combat. As if two adults were arguing in a bar and a fight broke out and I need to tell my side of the story because I'm the villain in the narrative. What other side of the story is it other than you saying, listen, I'm sorry. I'm a lifelong educator and I lost control and I'm sorry. That's the only response you really need at this point or or not say anything at all. Uh, Eric the Red, notice how relieved he was. We're talking about the black man who was being arrested. Notice how relieved he was to hear someone speak up for him. He must have been in hell fearing the worst. Yes, yes, of course. All right. I'm gonna try rabbit hole diving, (laughs) I like that. All right, victims often take years to disclose their abuse when children do not blame the victims, folks. She had no voice and is brave to now speak, exactly, farewell said. YouTube super chat, Blue Feather says a day without Dr. Richie is like a broken pencil, it's pointless. We love you, Dr. Richie. I love you back. And I love the corny joke, joke and all. I get it. I love it. It was nice. Thank you. Kaza, uh, no teacher in a position of authority has any right to put his hands on a child. Yep. Night raid. Those teachers that stood around and did nothing should be fired. Yep. Burn of the Kiwi Dragon. Nothing can excuse his actions. More of the story will not change that. Nope. Indigenous. Yep. All right. Anissa Cameron, I hope I said that right. Uh, Dear people who want to be an ally for BLM, this is what you should do. Um, Night raid, that's racist policing in America. They detained the victim and allowed the perpetrators to go. That's right. Um, Nisha, 1238, she was forced to marry, yep. All right, Twitch, glitteriest lady dread. Glad you are here, Doc. We missed you and hope you feel better soon. I feel so much better, all right? I feel A1. I feel so good, as a matter of fact. I wish a Karen would.
Uh, you want to call the police on them for having a barbecue on a Sunday? You're going to feel free. Back off! I'm going to tell them there's an African American man threatening my life. You're the one with the Christ thing on your car, you dumbass! Fuck you, man! You impotent piece of I hope your kids get cancer! I thought I would bring a little levity to the situation of our Karen coverage on Indisputable. Now, you would look at this and say, this is just road rage. Oh, no, 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 no. You have to look closer here, okay? Road rage would normally simply have rage to the individual on the road that has done something adverse to you. That is road rage. But then to take that rage, and start using it like a bazooka to everybody around you, it's Karen rage. See the difference? Okay, Michael, you had to get a kick out of this one, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I did. I mean, I like that there are now subcategories of Karen, right? So there's, yeah, and, and this is, uh, I mean, look, that was a pretty ugly thing to say. Um, when Horrible. you say, I wish you're kids would get cancer and this we're just talking about some little traffic incident and then she realizes how foolish she is because the person to her right is looking at her and then she notices the person filming her it is you know it just it keeps happening and it's it is what it is man that's that's crazy stuff it's wild man all right to a more serious story okay there's a black male, he's in a dog park, he's walking his dog. And here's a guy who has no authority, he's a security guard, but he's off duty. He's not even working, he has a gun on him, he's not the police. Here's the first exchange. And you gotta call why, cuz I'm out here with my dog. I'll tell you what, I'm glad you're doing that. I'll call his own car, we can make this easy. You don't gotta worry about it, I'm about to leave. No, you ain't leaving yet. Why can't I leave? Because I'm detaining you right now. For what? For criminal trespass because you don't you don't live here. So how is it criminal? I live right here. I can, no, no, I can you don't bring live my right dog. here. You don't live on this property. Oh. Okay, this is criminal trespass. You were over here the other day and you made some comments to some people because they made a comment about you beating your dog. I never beat my okay, dog. Well, I don't care about that because that didn't happen on our property. Okay. Wait a minute, you're not leaving. I just said you're being detained right now. Well, you did say I was being detained. Excuse me, sir. You're touching me. That's right. I'm why are you touching me? You. you can't touch me. I'm detaining you right well, now. Why are you detaining me? For criminal Excuse trespass. Me. You see this? Come on, Ziggy. Let's you're go. Not, you're not going anywhere right now. Yes, sir. I am, bro. So you can leave if you want to, but I'll just pick you up at the house. You can't pick me up in my house because I ain't did nothing wrong. I have more video. It actually escalates even more insane than what you see, okay? Uh, this happened last Thursday, a series of videos um, were uploaded by um, a rap artist named Young J.O. Uh, this was an off-duty security guard at a dog park located in the Bell's Bluff apartments. 
Once again, this is in Nashville, okay? Let me now take you to the second video. Here it is. Sir, you can't tell me I'm criminal trespassing if this is my first time being here and no one's ever told me not to come here. That's not trespassing. You, uh, trespassing is on car to what I'm saying. I'm gonna pop you, I'm gonna pop you, gonna drop you. All right, now chill out and we can handle this. No, 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 you're not gonna talk to me like that. I didn't bother you. I did not bother you. I didn't harass nobody. You heard what I didn't harass nobody. Like I said, you can make this easy or you can Associated what? Man, you better get away from me, bro. What I take you? Sir, what I sir, don't touch me. Why are you don't touching me? Don't walk up on me. Why are you touching me? Don't I'm walk trying up to exit. Me. No, you're, you're not going You're being detained. You're not a police officer. You can't detain me. Doesn't matter me. what I... You're not touching me. I'll take you what? Get out. Get out. Get out. You're pointing a gun at me. I ain't... Get out. If you heard the young man said, associated what? Well, this guy works for Associated Protective Services. His name is Christopher Wall. Let's put up a picture of Christopher Wall. There he is, Christopher Wall, top flight security. Associated Protective Services, off duty by the way. Okay, you're never off duty at a social, anyway, let me stop. He decided to engage in this extreme manner with a young black male at a dog park. Um, let me read to you the statement from the security company he works for. Let's put that statement up. Associated Protective Services Post said, and I quote, late this afternoon, our staff was made aware of an altercation that occurred between an off-duty employee of Associated Protective Service and a nearby resident located at Bell's Bluff apartment complex. Our team has made contact with the management company for the apartment complex, as well as the Metro Nashville Police Department to gather additional details about what happened and what may have led up to this incident. While this individual is not being paid by our company at the time of the incident, we take any allegations of misconduct seriously. Mr. Wall has been placed on administrative leave until the investigation is complete. Okay, Michael, once again, extreme bias, systemic racism. You see all of it happening. Inside of one person, one right. scene. It all comes. I mean, it, this is sort of related to the Central Park bird watcher in mm. its own. Right. I mean, you're out enjoying nature with your dogs, and oh my God, why is there this black person where where I ordinarily go? That's how I read it. It may not be as cut and dried as that, but certainly when you see these biases, and I, you know, I I had to chuckle when you almost went to say, you know, you're never off duty at Associated Protective Services, but but he is in fact off duty now. And this is you know the the taking the gun out and and this feeling of superiority that just overcomes people is inexplicable. And that's what you see at play here. And it's it is it is systemic. I mean that is the you know it's the best word for it. I know it's overused, but it's true. You know, it was a tongue in cheek remark when I talked about never off duty and associated. But here's what truly is not off duty. Bigotry, racism. You know, it's a 24 hour 
a day thing. Uh, and it's truly a team sport. You know, racism is a team sport. And these systems, and, and now we're talking about a security uh, officer who works for an industry. That's a security industry, right? So his implicit bias or hyper aggressive bias plays out in a way where he's a representative of the system, of the institution of being a security officer. Uh, and uh, thankfully, uh, this person, this rapper had. Uh, the wherewithal to do what? To record, and he recorded the entire exchange. And, and now we have the video rather than just his word. We have the video of what happened and naturally Associated Protective Services, they have completely thrown their security guard under the bus in their statement. We will follow this story and give you an update, go ahead. One thing to add, Rashad, to what you were saying is that you know it's not like if he were on duty, he just shuts this off, right? Right. So this whole idea that he wasn't on duty is 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 really you know it's an excuse. But but I'm sure when he punches in for his next shift, he doesn't leave that behind. That's right. Everything everything he does every day. And what's interesting, you make a great point. He was probably more reserved because he was off duty. If right. he was on duty, imagine what would have happened in that situation. All right, we got more on the other side, it's indisputable, stick and stay. All right, welcome back, we got a lot of viewer comments, let's get to it right away. TYT member Derek says, "Oh my God, I watched those, I watched this, this one whenever I need a good laugh. All right, worst case scenario, Dragon, Oh dear, I have been that mad in traffic a lot, well, damn. Uh, Greyhound Dragon uh, about the off-duty security guard. This guy is a renter cop and has this attitude, unreal. And he wasn't even being rented at that moment. That's what really makes it unreal. Uh, YouTube Super Chat, uh, Magic Osis, uh, she should be voicing a Muppet talking about the Karen. Uh, the remixtress, she sounds like Karen from Will and Grace. Off duty security guard, okay. Rhett Proctor says, another wannabe cop who also happens to be a kin. Uh, Nicolette Horates uh, says, security equals rent a cop. Um, a quote from a prominent uh, black uh, Portland leader activist, Max Smith, mm, two. Austin Crafton, this dude brought a literal gun. Twitch, Mary Animal says, She's gonna break her windshield with that voice if she's not careful. Yeah. Um, Karam Deal Girl, I think. She sounds like a character from Fraggle Rock. Mike Boy Raps, I love how it's always, why are you filming? Like, look at yourself. All right, it's Jess Vegas says, he thinks he is tough with that gun on his hip. Yeah. All right, is it Ken Sai Immortal? Uh, this man needs to lose his right to own a firearm as well as his job. He's shown he shouldn't have a gun, agreed. Okay, let's put up a picture of a guy who says he's the new Rosa Parks. Let's put his picture up. You see that fella? He's a congressional candidate, alleged QAnon founder, calls himself the digital Rosa Parks. And received a round of applause from members of the GOP as well as elected officials. Here's the video. What you have to know is that we are living now through a modern 
digital civil rights movement. And you could call me the new Rosa Parks because I've been out there, I've been getting canceled left and right over the past few years. I've been on the front lines fighting so you guys can have a voice. And and you might say, oh, why? Why is Ron the new digital Rosa Parks? Well, I want to get on the bus. I want to get on the Twitter bus. I want to get on the Google bus. I want to get on the Facebook bus. I want to get on the Chase Bank bus. We have all been kicked off the bus. I will not be calling you the new Rosa Parks, sir. That will not be happening. Um, this is Ron Watkins. This was at a speech, it's a damn shame. For God and country, that was the name of the speech, Patriot Double Down. Uh, this was a QAnon convention in Las Vegas. Okay, let's put up a picture of Ron Watkins again, the self-proclaimed new Rosa Parks. Now, here's what's interesting about them identifying themselves connecting to actual civil rights leaders. They will make this connection and get a round of applause, but are antithetical to everything these leaders actually represented. They don't believe systemic racism is real, these leaders did. They don't believe that you have to deconstruct um, white supremacy. Uh, th these leaders did believe in deconstructing white supremacy. They believe that somehow uh, we have arrived to where we don't need to talk about race anymore. No real civil rights leader believes that, and that's real, okay? Uh, so let me give you some background to this guy. Uh, he's been banned from Twitter um, following uh, January 6 riots. He has built a significant following. Uh, it is worth noting that sitting members of the Arizona GOP were in attendance, okay? Sitting Republican lawmakers and Secretary of State candidates endorsed by former President Donald Trump were also listed as attending the QAnon convention. All the Republicans who are listed as attending the event have shared baseless claims that widespread voter fraud denied Trump victory in the 2020 presidential election. The rest of Watkins' speech was littered with usual false claims of that. And during that same speech, he doubled down on his run for Congress. Earlier this month, Watkins announced his intention to run as a, Cong a congressional candidate for Arizona and repeated baseless claims of widespread voter fraud in a video shared on Telegram, okay? The run is for the Arizona seat in the US House of Representative. This is going to be quite interesting because he has fans. Nobody is really on the right criticizing him for this ridiculous comparison that he is the new Rosa Parks. Let me take personal offense to what Mr. Watkins has said. Okay, let me tell you why that's so offensive. The movement was about equality and equity, okay? It was about basic freedoms, more than just mobility, more than just the freedom to move around. 
but the freedom to engage in equitable enterprises, okay? This is not what you believe in, Mr. Watkins. You believe exactly the opposite. You are contrary to the sentiment of those who worked, who fought, who were beaten, and who died in order to make a way for black Americans. You are adversarial to that notion. But people like Mr. Watkins are ready and willing to co-opt the movement for their own personal agenda and their political narrative, while at the same time denying the substance of the movement and why it was necessary. Michael, what are your thoughts, brother? Well, first of all, ironic that they talk about Rosa Parks and then they say sitting members of the Republican Party mm-hmm. are all there. But but I, I think that, I mean, you said it perfectly. This, this person is, Rosa Parks was denied a seat on the bus for absolutely no reason other than the color of her skin. This person was kicked off of all of these platforms for multiple reasons. I mean, for multiple offenses and because it was a message of hate. I'd love to see him go to Cleveland Avenue, Montgomery, Alabama and with a megaphone, which is now, by the way, Rosa Parks Avenue was renamed with a megaphone saying that he's the next Rosa Parks. It's offensive, it's a joke, and the people that are supporting him obviously are as deluded as this guy is. And he will not be in Congress, nor will he be laying in state as Rosa Parks did in the right. Rosa Parks and the civil rights movement promoted a message of peace and love while he was kicked off of social media for promoting hate and violence. You do not have a more direct contrast, okay? It's a damn shame. All right, let me tell you something else that's shameful. Put up the picture of this cop who's now under investigation by the federal government because they say he's dirty as hell and has been framing people for years. Retired Kansas detective accused of preying on vulnerable vulnerable black women for decades, framing a man for slaying is finally being investigated by the feds. Federal prosecutors are investigating a retired detective following a lot of allegations. His name is Roger Golubsky. I want you to remember that name. Allegations have circled a Kansas City neighborhood where Detective Golubsky worked for 35 years. But they only recently came to the forefront Following the exoneration of one wrongfully accused black man, Lamont McIntyre. McIntyre's mother, Rose, alleged Detective Golubsky sexually assaulted her in the late 1980s and then framed her son for the murders when she rejected his advances. After being incarcerated for 23 years, Mr. McIntyre was freed in 2017. Here's a picture of the young man. This brother had 23 years of his life taken away from him because of a dirty ass cop. Many witnesses in the civil case described Detective Golubsky as a corrupted cop. One witness alleged the retired detective had an affinity for black prostitutes and used his badge for sex and information. One of the officers testified about walking in on Golubsky having sex with a woman at the police station. The lawsuit also accused Golubsky of taking drugs and money 
from a local drug kingpin for his silence to then use them to exploit prostitutes. Since Lamont McIntyre's release, the Kansas Star's editorial board has lobbied for action against this corrupt former detective. One columnist wrote, he was the common denominator in the unsolved murders of six black women. The newspaper has chronicled decades of rape allegations against Golubsky. Now, this man was able to provide this level of chaos and crime for 35 years. What do you think protected him? You think it's just his badge? Imagine a black cop being able to do this for 35 years in a white neighborhood. You think that would have worked? So it's not just his badge, it's not just the system. It's all of that working with the complexion of protection, his white privilege. Michael, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, I would push back on it because it's so exceptionally atrocious and horrible what he's doing that I don't even think it's a question of would a white cop have gotten, would a black cop have gotten away with this in a white neighborhood? No, but nobody should get away with what the disgusting things that this guy got away That's with. Right. And it is good that they're going back and, and looking at this. I was initially gonna say when I was first started reading it earlier, was that he should get at least 23 years. Now he should be gone for the rest of his life. I mean, what he, what he had done, exploiting these people, ruining a man's life, taking 23 years away from him and then you know being complicit in the murders perhaps of of six prostitutes six african american women it's it's mind boggling this is one of yep. the worst crimes and the violation of trust it's it's hideous this guy may be a serial rapist and serial murderer all wrapped up into one we will follow this story okay um i always thought i said what would happen if you put a Karen in the middle of a neighborhood and just let her go at it. And listen, we found out, here it is. You can take a gun, shoot somebody in the face, it's not hard. Sometimes it might even be fun if they're a godless commie. Now, what they're trying to do is sneak the COVID vaccine in your salads. I never had, I hate math, somebody say amen. Krista, who are, like, you're not even in this. You're like 18 doors up. He's having you, everybody. Is she not yelling at me? Play a song. I know, my honey, I can't help your mom's a crazy bitch. Do you want to go there? Because I tell you right now, I don't give a f***. God damn it, y'all. That's all right. I'm telling you right now. Well, we found out. Michael, what are your thoughts? My thoughts are that I needed subtitles for that. I couldn't <laughs> understand the thing that anybody was saying other than there was this crazy rage in the neighborhood there. But I mean, it's perfect for the title of that segment, absolutely. Yeah, what, what in the red state hill. But once again, we have been able to see um, a Karen in her natural environment being at home in her neighborhood. Right. And what happens, I've never been in a neighborhood like this. And I thought it, was, thought it was really interesting when one of the neighbors said, you're 18 doors down. 
you're not <laughs> even into this. You're not even in this. But right. damn, it, it sounded like she was next door. I mean, she really had some octaves on her, right? right. Yeah, no question. I mean, you never see a Karen in the Karen's den. And that's right. what they, right. so that's <laughs> important perspective. My brother, always good having you and your perspective on Indisputable. Tell people how they can follow you, man. Well, they at Michael Shore on Twitter. I report for the Young Turks and for News Nation at, at newsnationnow.com. And I'll see you on the road pretty soon. And I can't wait to come back on the show, Dr. Rich. Absolutely. Thank you, my friend. We'll talk soon. Let me remind you, we are on podcast, okay? So anywhere you get your podcast, you can get Indisputable. You can get it every day. Fresh content every day. Binge on the bullpen if you can handle it. All right. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Acast. Make sure you search for Indisputable with Dr. Rashad Ritchie. Click follow and rate us five if you enjoy the programming. Also, lawyer, scholar, educator, and author Anita Hill will join the Young Turks today to discuss her new book and more. That's at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, tyt.com forward slash live or on YouTube, okay? Um, big announcement, this is huge. You can join the TYT Network team, all right? So TYT is looking for new video content creators for Rebel HQ. We are looking for people to write, produce, host, and edit short form editorial videos on breaking news and political stories with a progressive point of view. If you're interested, real simple, go to tyt.com forward slash careers. Remember the truth is always indisputable.